you create your reality by the lens or perspective you choose to see the world through. Receive or miss your calling through the energy you harness from that lens. The choice is yours. Welcome to the Donna One Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Donna One Podcast. Um, before I start this episode, there's something I need to just clarify. Everything I'm going to say right now is strictly my opinion. And this opinion was formed just based off probably a 10-year stretch analysis of what I believe the Nigerian music industry is as a whole and the different positionings or different aspects of what makes the industry an industry. But I'm going to specifically talk about something today that I feel would benefit artists, would benefit labels as well, would just benefit everybody in general, just based off where we are. And the conversation is basically about Nigerian labels, Nigerian record labels specifically. So let, let me give people a little bit of context as to what a Nigerian label is. So we have to talk about, first of all, back in the day, and when I mean back in the day, I mean like during the times of like Two-Face, The Banj, you know, them and there. And what a Nigerian label is, is basically a financier, you know, somebody that will allocate funds to you, probably give you a house with the expectation of a payback through the amount of percentage that they have in the artist's career, right? Now, that's all well and good in theory, i.e., you know, we're going to invest money in you so that you'll be able to pay us back, you know, by God's grace, the money that we put it behind you will be able to facilitate you, and then you grow into something, and then we start making money, and then we start getting our cuts from the money incrementally. However, let's talk about the Nigerian industry as a structure for generating revenue. Most artists here strictly rely on shows to get money right and when you have things like a pandemic that literally obstructs that what do you then do as a label you're going to need to make the money back right and streaming is all well and good right but how much money are you really generating especially in a market that streaming isn't really um how would i put it lucrative enough you know, it's different in America where artists get playlisted on heavy playlists that can generate them millions of streams. But even at that, they have to be signed to a label. Now, the reason why those American or British artists can be put on such playlists is because these labels have actually put money to earn equity in a Spotify. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? And for Apple Music, these labels have personal relationships with these streaming sites to do the same thing. Do you understand? So there's a system around the streaming aspect of things with foreign labels and foreign artists that actually allows for revenue to be generated heavily within the streaming standpoint, right? I don't know any local Nigerian label that has spent time to develop these relationships because it's gonna take work. The label will have to travel, sit down with local distributions like the Orchard. When I say local, sorry, foreign distributions like the Orchard, or platoon or something to even have some sort of entry into the space of conversation <laughs> before you even talk about talking to apple directly or spotify right so the reason why i wanted to expand on this more is because i saw something that broke my heart recently 
Um, there's an artist that I really, really like. Um, his name is Bad Boy Tims. Bad Boy Tims, if you're watching this, you know I actually like your music, you know. I know I manage an artist that is very prestigious in her sound, but I also like having fun. So I can appreciate music for what it is holistically. And Bad Boy Tims, when I hear Lo Din Din Din, trust me, it's an oil. You know, it sounds oiled. But um, I saw I saw that Bad Boy Tims dropped um, a press release recently, um, focusing on an issue he has with his label. Talk something about his label arresting him, and you know doing all sorts. You know that he, and he had to drop a statement talking about how the label breached something in contract. Blah 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 blah. And for me, when I see things like this, right, it really it really makes me think about the industry as a whole. You know. I don't know what like obligations they have with each other, bad boy teams and the label, right? But I do know some certain things in principle, right? Just based off the new territory the Afrobeat scene is entering. So number one, Nigerian labels, there's something you need to understand. The moment you start investing in an artist and they become successful, they themselves will start attracting certain relationships to them and if you do not have a genuine relationship with these artists, when I say genuine, I'm not talking about based off the premise that you're investing in them. No, I mean genuinely caring for their self-interest. What will happen is they will be keeping some of these relationships from you because they, they are now getting their own thing going on for themselves. Obviously, you give them the money, but their only obligation is to pay you back that money. Now, like I said, I don't know the terms and conditions of people's individual contracts. But for me, there's a way to play this safe in a way that you as a label can benefit and the artist can also benefit. So I'll give you an example of my setup, right? The condition I'm in right now is from an equity standpoint. But the equity I have is in a company owned by Thames but directed by Wally and I. Do you understand? So directing means we coordinate the business affairs of the company, the leading vibe, which Thames owns. So there's self-interest based off the fact that the artist who is the person that is actually the face of the company is also protected by us because we have equity stakes in the company. Furthermore, when that happens, it, allow, it now allows you, the person that is behind the, the company of the artist, right, to facilitate your own individual things. So for example now, whatever relationship I gain, from whatever the leading vibe brings, right? I can also use to start facilitating my things. So for example, Asa, one of the reasons why the plot can distribute is because of the relationship he has developed with DMW. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's understanding the gradual progression of things for yourself as a brand. Do you get? A lot of people want to jump the gun. They want to own all the artists, have equity in all the artists, and the artists will be under their label and bruv. The artist is trying to be a boss. They're not trying to be slaves forever. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're not trying to be owned by a label forever. At some point, they are going to want to break out. So why don't you just set them up from the beginning and just have equity in their company? Do you understand? That way, you, who wants to obviously have your own label, that's if you're interested in that. Because me personally, I'm not interested in owning the label. Because another problem is Nigerians don't even understand what it is to be a label. To be a label... The first thing is you have to actually have designated revenue streams already in place to integrate the artist into so that they start making money. For example, in the US and in the UK, there are royalties that are paid through radio play, right? 
Meaning, if an artist gets played on radio, either through BMI or PRS, these are like the institutions that are responsible for royalty, um, for artists receiving their royalties on like, um, what's it called, radio and stuff. These things don't even exist in Nigeria for artists to be able to have some sort of equity stake in it, you know? I know, for example, the BBC, right? They have different playlists, right? Playlist A, playlist B, playlist C. And depending on the record label's money in the radio station, right? Some artists will always get put on playlist A. So, for example, Justin Bieber will always be put on playlist A because his record label has put quite a significant amount of money into the record label for that purpose. And then money is generated just by airplay because radio stations also get money from advertising. And then the artist gets compensated with PRS, which the company also has some equity. The label, the foreign label has some equity in, depending on the deal that they have structured with them. And this thing can work in different ways. So I've spoken about radio now. Another one is publishing. Most labels have publishing arms. Do you understand? Warner has, Sony has, Universal has. Do you understand? And through publishing, that's why they have to own some people's masters. They can also make money. Do you understand? There are different ways you can make money just based off the structure of the foreign industry, right? Now, in Amer in, in Nigeria, <sighs> intellectual property isn't valued the way it's valued abroad, right? And because of that, people don't know how to structure business around intellectual property because it's intangible. People only know physical products and people don't understand that programming is an intangible thing because people subscribe to people before they subscribe to product. Do you understand? So, for example now, let's say an artist here wants to be like going to product. One of the reasons why the product will sell is because people, people, is because people have subscribed to the artist. Do you understand? Not necessarily the product for us. It's just like Rihanna and Fancy. Do you understand? Kanye and Yeezys. And any label that can understand this would literally start that vision from the beginning by making the artist register a company. So artists, the first thing I want to tell you now is register your own company. Home first, as you gain your leverage abroad. Two, find people that can manage your business affairs. Do you understand? You're not looking for a manager. No, you're looking for business partners. Because you as an artist, you are a brand. You are also a product. So you need people to run your business affairs from a holistic standpoint so that your career can expand in a way that at some point you don't even need to do music. Because another thing is this, you know if you sing forever, you can't sing forever. So you need to structure yourself in a way whereby you know where you're going, but you know that this music thing is a vehicle to transport you from point A to point B, right? Now, back to Nigerian labels. If, paraventure, you start working with an artist, right? And an artist doesn't really know their ropes around the game. You, as label, are meant to literally state them, say to them their options so that nobody feels blindsided. You, as a label, should have enough knowledge about the music industry. First of all, let me just say this. If you are not aware of the structure of the music industry as a whole, because I always say this, there's the Nigerian music industry and there's the music industry. If you do not have an idea of the music industry, don't try and Nigerianize the situation by making somebody believe that, oh, because you need money and because you need... No, 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 no. Tell them their options. Just be like, look, you can decide to go local 
and oil it this way. Do you understand? Or you can decide to go international and oil it this way. But if you're going to go international, you need to make sure that your thing is structured properly. Because, for example, now, and I thank God that KeyCard have a very good relationship with Omali. If KeyCard didn't have the structure they had with Omali, mm -hmm. when Warner came to come and talk to Omali about the situation, it would have been a thing of, man, Warner are trying to talk to me now, da 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 da. But because KeyCard, they understand what they're doing, it's been odd in a way where there's a joint partnership with KeyCard, a Nigerian label, and Sire Records, which is a division of Warner, which Omali is signed to internationally. So just understanding the skill and scope of structure can allow you to maneuver in a, in a place that has no structure because you are still applying what exists in real life in a place that, whether they like it or not, <laughs> don't really understand what structure is. So I say that to say this, right? Right now, Afrobeats or African music, because Afrobeats is just so boxed. African music is literally in a stage whereby we don't even need to collaborate with international artists. We literally can work with each other and grow to a point whereby the world accepts our sound. If we do not structure ourselves properly, there will be division. So Nigerian labels, right? There's a responsibility that you have to make sure that your thing is patterned properly. Invest in your artists holistically. I love Don Jazzy. Like, Don Jazzy gets it. Now, Don Jazzy is bigger than life, so Maven will always be a branding that will be bigger than any artist that they put on. But what Don Jazzy does is, he lets them be individuals. Do you understand? And he invests in them differently. So it's not the same template for everybody. Like, the post template is different from Rema's template. Rema's template is, is different from Creon's template. But they are invested in their careers and have equity in their careers. So Maven is just a vehicle to transport them into their dreams. It's not a do or die thing. It's not ownership. It's not about ownership because Jazzy has a good relationship with these people. It's about relationships at the end of the day because this is a human-based um, industry. It, it's intangibles, like I said earlier on. And when you think about um, successful labels, right? For example, I'll, I'll talk about DMW and 30BG as a label right now. You can see that their focus is Nigeria. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because of the way they attack relationships and attack the industry as a whole. They have a clear focus as to what they want to achieve. Do you understand? And if they ever wanted to branch out internationally, they have David as like a pull factor because David, as an individual artist, sorry, David Doe, as an individual artist, has that gravitational pull internationally. Do you understand? So if they ever wanted to really like give that international push hand, they can do it. You understand? I mean, Miyoko probably has that as well. You know, gradually, slowly, share. But obviously, when he has that record with himself or with David or whoever has that international appeal that gives him that standard, yo, this is a hit. You know, like for us, like we had Free Mind that was doing really, really well. But then when Essence came, that's international. When Essence came, it, there was a stamp that yo, who is Thames? Who is this? Do you understand? And it made people go back to listen to the tape. And eventually, she gathered her own organic fan base because the kind of emails we are getting, the kind of, you know, DMs we get, the kind of features, the kind of artists that want us to work with them, they're all international. But the gravitational pull was originally from a song that an artist, from, from a song from an artist that already had that international thing. So that's why I say we don't need to go out of our comfort space. All we need to do is work together, but for in order to, for the work to gel, the Nigerian labels or the Nigerian music executives must understand the importance of one, structure, two, relationships, three, the artist's vision. 
I say this because if the label imposes a vision on the artist, eventually there will be a divide. I'm speaking from personal experience. Eventually there will be a divide because one person's energy will not be able to match the other person's just because the original vision belongs to one person. But if there's an artist that has a vision and there's a music exec that shares that same vision, it is important that the artist spearheads the vision. And what the executive does is facilitates the, the visual experience of what that vision is. Do you understand? Because an artist has to make music. Management or execs or labels are meant to orchestrate several things around the artist's brand so that when the music comes out, people chop it. Because the last thing you want is for you to be more, is for your songs to be more popular than you. You understand? You know those records that you hear in the club that you sing along to, but you have no idea who the artist is? Yeah. It's because the label hasn't put a lot of things in place, or the management hasn't put a lot of things in place to actually make them as visual as they need be. And it's not just music videos, it's strategic collaborations. It's alliances with like a YouTube or a Spotify or you know whatever, whatever, um, whatever DSP is trying to push a campaign for Africa because now it's time for Africa, and the worst thing you can have is like a bad boy team situation because it just puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth. You know everyone is watching, and it doesn't even help matters when you have a hit record like Lou Din Din Din. You understand what I'm saying? So I wish the bad boy teams the best. I really pray that the label can sit down with them and actually just listen to what he wants to do and invest in actually what he wants to do not them feeling like you owe us money because we put money in you wherever you went people to believe in you i understand that sentiment it's very it's very heartbreaking because trust me i've been abandoned in my life do you understand and i thought i gave it my all but it's not the do or die of life do you understand it's just understanding that as long as you you re remain a person of integrity and you keep working things will manifest back in a way that people will even respect you even more because really, that's what the game is about. The game is not really about being liked or disliked. It's about being respected. And you only get respect by having integrity. If you don't have integrity, if all you have is ambition with no integrity, it's a problem. I can't imagine taking time to court. For what? That's my sister. That's literally my blood sister. Do you understand? When I say blood, it's not physical blood. It's loyalty. Because what makes family family is loyalty, not blood. Do you understand? So when I say that's my blood, that's someone that's loyal to me and I'm loyal to her. There's no way we wouldn't have a sit down to have a discussion and in five minutes this problem isn't solved. But it's because we're invested in each other. That's another thing. Artists, as much love as a management or a label should give to you, you must give to them because they have their own vision too. So that's why it has to be a shared vision. But the artist has to spearhead it because at the end of the day, they know the way they want to be perceived. Do you understand? If the artist wants to be perceived a certain way, it's the job of the label or the music exec or the managers to facilitate. Do you understand? And that's a very, very important thing I feel I needed to expand on. Um, yeah. And also, like, if you want me to be making videos like this more, just let me know because I have a gang of things I can talk about because person don't see too much for this industry, man. I mean, people are just discovering me from Thames. But I mean, people didn't even know I managed on so because I'm not trying to do anything for clouds or fame. I just genuinely believe that artists need to be protected because, I mean, at the end of the day, they are the talents and they are the ones that will pull the revenue. However, artists also understand that the record labels, the executives also have vision, also have strategy, and it is very important that you trust them as well. 
but really and truly the foundation of trust starts with love do you understand like if you genuinely love your artist if the artist genuinely loves the manager then trust will follow you know anyway um i think i've spoken a lot uh another episode coming soon and shortly and if you want to know why i'm wearing shades it's not for swag the lie is a bit mad <laughs> it's a bit mad so take it easy more love peace Thank you.